0: Welcome to the Healthcare IT Today interview series. We feel lucky to be able to talk to so many smart, passionate, and knowledgeable people in healthcare. Now, we're taking our favorite interviews and sharing them with you. So sit back, relax,
1: and enjoy perspectives on the world of health IT.
0: Hi, I'm Colin Hung with Healthcare IT Today, where we explore the latest trends and interesting stories in health IT. On today's episode, we're gonna talk about data analytics, but not in an abstract way. We're actually going to talk about it in a very practical way and dive deeply into how one organization has managed to get themselves into doing data-driven decision-making. And with me today is Angela Burgess, who is the Vice President of Operations and CIO at Randolph Health. Welcome to the program, Angela.
1: Nice to see you, sir. Nice to be here.
0: And George Dealey, Vice President of Healthcare Solutions at Dimensional Insights. Welcome, George. Nice Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. all right. So let's dive in. Like, um, Tell me more about, Angela, the, the role that data plays at your organization.
1: So I would describe us as a fairly mature um, organization that's driven by data. We've spent many years um, working on our data platform, um, how we um, pick our source of truth, how we know the data is accurate, and how we are able to deliver it to our users and make sure it's the data that's important to them to make business decisions. So we wanna enhance operations with it.
0: I like how you said you're a mature organization because what you just described to me about looking at what your users actually needed and delivering it to them, to me speaks of the maturity of, of your use of data because it's not about deluging them with every single source of data that you can provide them, it's exactly what they need.
1: Yes, yeah, and so we make sure um, when they're, they say, I've got a need and I have a problem I'm trying to solve, or we're thinking about exploring this new service that we really hone in to like, well, what's gonna be important to know for that? And that we're only giving them those key things and not every piece of data we have.
0: And, and how do you do that with your users? Do you just literally just sit down with them and kind of go through a discovery on a whiteboard as to what is needed? And
1: um, yeah, well, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll attend a meeting and we'll actually bring our computer with us to the meeting and have a conversation. And I have several people on my team that are a little, very well versed in what we currently have available. And we just listen and we say, well, I think we could provide something on that. And um, if we can can, we pull it up on site and say, is this kind of what you're thinking? We let them talk through what might be more helpful and then we go from there.
0: And, And let's talk a little bit about user adoption. How did you get your users to really switch over to being a more data driven decision making process?
1: So when we started um, our data platform, we made the assumption at first that, oh, we'll, we'll put together these great dashboards of our key performance ind- indexes and they'll embrace it and everybody will be happy. Well, what we learned is a small number of our users actually want to log into the computer and pull up their dashboard. That's not their necessarily their first action they wanna take in the morning. So we just started understanding what our, our um user base who's using the information and we learned that yeah some people want to be able to pull up the dashboard some people they want to get it to their email so for those people we said okay well what's important to you how often a day do you want to receive the information you want to receive it it seven days a week six days a week five and then there's some people we learned that are really skilled in like spreadsheets, so they really wanted a tool where they could see the information, but then get an extract, extract of it to do some of their own data mining. And so we deliver all those platforms.
0: Sounds like it's very bespoke. Yes. Depending on what they need.
1: That's right.
2: George, you want to add anything there? Yeah, one of the things that Angela and her team have done very well is to focus on the problem from the perspective of the end user community and drive that down to quantifiable measures or key performance indicators there's i think a natural temptation when you build these systems Mm -hmm. to start with the data integrate the data which is a hard problem unto itself then you get to the end user like well here you go here you go like well this isn't particularly useful without refining it down to something that they actually need so i think that's one of the key ingredients to successful analytics initiatives
0: Yeah. well let's talk a little bit more uh getting more a little more practical even Angela, what are one or two questions that data analytics has helped your users answer that maybe was difficult or impossible to answer before?
1: So a good example of that would be for the last several years, we have been paying attention to how many trans- patients we transfer out of our facility. Okay. So they come to the emergency department and we cannot deliver services at our hospital and we send them somewhere else. And so um, we didn't really have a good line of sight of how often that was happening or why it was happening. And so we started trending that. Mm-hmm. And so every day, a group of people get a report that says, here are the patients that transferred out yesterday. And our physicians um, and our clinical teams review that information uh, daily, because real time it's much easier, sure. re- easier to remember the cases, go through it and identify, well, why is this happening? Is it, is it a problem and are they appropriate? And so there's some things that came out of that. Um, sometimes it's lack of the specialist to take care of that type of patient. Okay. Uh, sometimes it's because the patients are really too high of acuity level for me, and those are appropriate for us to send those out. And the other one is sometimes it might be we don't have the service, but it might be an appropriate service for us to consider. And so uh, what we have done is we've had some action steps from that. So uh, we are doing some recruiting of some specialists that it appears that we, we need. Unfortunately, there's a national shortage on some of those. So we're doing our best. Some of them, though, we've moved to like a tele platform. So we have teleneurology is delivered. So telestroke patients. Uh, So we are able to see them at our facility and take care of them through a tele platform. And then the last is potentially new services we could offer. So we are um, looking at expanding our capability of doing diagnostic cardiac caths at the facility because we see a lot of those transfers and the other is uh, was recently approved for us to add inpatient dialysis to our hospital and so we're adding the ability to treat dialysis patients at the facility because of monitoring this transfer data and seeing consistently we had an issue for that case we partnered with other people in the community that also had data like the emergency um, the ambulance service those those people and uh, market share data to say How often does this happen that we don't even know about? So it's been a win for everybody. It
0: sounds like you're you're using this data to really grow in a smart way, whereas before it might be more anecdotal or it may have taken even longer. This Mm -hmm. is fantastic use of that.
1: Yeah, Before, before, whenever we were still working on our data platforms, I think we probably invested in some things that we thought would be wins for us and they ended up not being wins because we didn't have a good handle on the Exact population, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Right. So this has allowed you to be much more accurate, yeah. and oh, therefore yeah. much more without successful with out of the gate. Yeah. Very cool. And George, are these similar challenges and issues to some of your other clients in terms of questions that they're wanting to answer with data analytics?
2: Yeah, there's a similar theme there. And you know, start with this hypothesis base basically, and go deep on the data to actually substantiate what you're thinking. In Angela's case, you know, they found some you know, very specific. Um, needs within the organization, they can we look at our other customers, I mean, some of them have used data to transform the way that they they operate their their health systems by kind of moving to this KPI focused approach, and then driving the uh, the strategy for the organization all the way down to the the front line. So there's definitely a common theme there. And it's a formula that works very well. It takes a lot of discipline, and execution, but it works very well when you do it, right. And in your
0: travels uh, over the past 12 months, has there been a particular focus of that data? Are people looking at operational improvements? Are they looking more at growth? Is there any type of uh, rhyme or reason to, or uh, I guess you say trend yeah. in that?
2: There, there's a few focuses. One is on the operation side. So let's say that you take a, a service line like the emergency department or the surgery, um, surgical service line, and you want to understand very specifically now, what's working, what could be improved? And that gets down to very detailed information, very detailed improvements. Um, at a broader level, there's the movement towards understanding populations better. Okay. Part of that is a data integration challenge because you need to pull in information beyond the traditional sources, right? Sure. EHR is one source, but there right. are other sources of information to help you understand that population. And then what do you do with the information once you have it? So there's an interest in kind of risk assessment and risk analysis across a population to understand what the patterns are, where are the, where are the needs, where are the opportunities to, to improve outcomes, things like that. Very nice. Very nice. And what has the feedback been,
0: Angela, to users now having all this data available to them? Are they, you know, are they, are they happy? Are they like, give me more or What's what's their? Well, there is
1: give me more. Okay. Um, I, I, what's been really great is they have embraced the governance structure we put in place. So many years ago, I might show up to a meeting and people would bring sources of data that you, you, you don't know where it came from. <laughs> They're like, okay, we need to vet that. So now I think they really do um, go through our process where we like to centralize our requests for information and reports. Um, and then I think we've done a really good job partnering with them to say, okay, that's great, but tell us what might be really helpful for you. Um, in your day-to-day operations. And so we have had a couple of areas that we learned were coming in first thing in the morning and just trying to churn through all kinds of information, to even get their day started. Right. So, you know, we've partnered with them, said we think we can deliver something to you to make it so that you can get straight into action and not into just pulling. And that has been a win-win for, for all of the areas. I mean, we, we are fairly leanly staffed op, um, organization overall. So the fact that we can help people get to the point where they can start action and not be churning is perfect for us. It's great. And they're really excited about it.
0: So a follow on question to that, then what's been the most pleasant surprise that you've gotten through this journey to being more data driven?
1: Oh, wow. So I think I would say the surprise would be that sometimes um, there's nuggets of gold that are hidden down in there okay. in the data that we didn't realize were there. <laughs> right. Um, and, and people just ask enough questions that we say, wow, I wonder if we could get to that and we're able to pair things like George mentioned, pair stuff up from one from one system to another and link them together and then, you know come up with some things that operationally make sense. It
0: it is almost like a discovery of gold, isn't it, like just sort of mining through all that data and just discovering, oh, there's a trend here that I would never have seen without this data.
1: We were looking actually uh, just the other day, one of the other things we monitor is people that have stayed for a a long time in the facility, long length of stay. And so we get a, a report pushed to us every day that says, here's the ones who've been here a long time. and. One, I feel like um, focus on those patients has helped those patients with us getting them out of the facility right. sooner. There's a lot of social determinants of health sure. that make it hard for us to, to get them a safe place to go when they leave. So it's drawn some attention to that, right. but it's also drawn some attention to some other trends that we see whenever you drill into why are certain ones here so long? So anyway, so we're, we're, we're getting into the nuggets and trying to make things better.
2: I'll add on to yeah. that because Angela's not giving herself enough credit for one thing, and that's that you know, their user community sh- shows up mm-hmm. asking, wanting for data, and they typically have it right at their finger- fingertips and can sometimes answer a question right on the spot that at least illuminates the opportunity yeah. to deliver additional data. There is that. Yeah, and the turnaround there. I yeah. think the timeliness of the of yeah. that process.
1: Never leave your computer behind.
2: Never leave your computer <laughs> behind. <laughs> and,
0: and George, is that... Is that consistent with some of the reactions of other clients as well in terms of once they get the data and get their handle on it, are they reacting the same way in terms of, oh my gosh, I didn't realize this was happening and that whole discovery process?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the, the cycle time, the speed of being able to do that, you know, a you know, long time ago, these analytics systems took forever to build, they took forever to return data. But now you can do it in real time. So you ask your initial question and then you get additional feedback on it very quickly, you move on to the next set of questions. So that iterative yeah. approach is very effective. We see that as a pattern. Yeah.
1: I will add on to that about the speed of information. So we had a, a, a situation last week and we, were, we pushed off to our hospitalist uh, group some questions about some patients and they said, this is great, but could you like add like 10 data points to it? <laughs> I'm like, sure, chink, 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 boom. Done.
2: Done. <laughs> Done,
0: nice. And they
1: were like, gosh, that was really fast. Thank you so much. Now, of course. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> now you set the bar, though. <laughs> yeah, so like now you set the bar to like, yeah, <laughs> we well, have set the bar. But that's a good thing. <laughs> so, so on that note, what's next for you, Angela, in terms of, and your organization, in terms of data analytics?
1: Mm-hmm. So there's a few things we're working on with our financial area. One is uh, incorporating some cost accounting data into our existing Dimensional Insight platform so we can do some service planning, profitability analysis. Um, We could probably could partner that with market share data, which would be nice. We're also doing some predictive modeling around cash flow, which is not something we've done before. We have the ability in our our system to predict, um, based on our managed care contracts, what we'll get paid for a service. We know when the patient was here and we're using some algorithms around expected length of time to pay. Uh So if we have a high census time or a lower census time that we can predict the future cash flows coming in the door. So we can be a little more balanced on that side of the house to, to make sure that we understand what might be coming in the future. So we're doing some work in there, which we hadn't done before.
0: And George, same question to you. What exciting things do you have cooked up? What's next for you and your Dimensional Insight customers?
2: Right, so we're continuing to build on things that we've always done well, starting with data integration, really hard problem. We do it very well. Uh, more recently, we've worked on technology to simplify the process of transforming that data into KPIs, and the most recent thing we're working on is integrating applications together. So, Data integration is one issue, but integrating applications together is another one. So when we build an application, it's typically to support something like a a service line or revenue cycle or some other part of the operation, but that's typically for a particular group of users. Integrating those together so that folks can share information kind of across the organization is an important capability. So we worked on underlying technology to support that and then applications to take advantage of it.
0: Final question for both of you, where can people go to find out more information about your organizations?
1: So Randolph is owned by American Healthcare Systems and they're located in California. They have a main website and then we also have a website randolphhealth.org.
2: George? And for dimensional insight, our website is dimins.com, dimins.com or Type dimensional insight into your favorite search engine.
1: That's it. Amazing. And make sure that you get to dimensional (laughs) insight. Make sure you you get to dimensional (laughs) insight.
0: Well, thank you to both of you for being on the program today. You shared some great information. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice to meet you. Hey, if you enjoyed this interview as much as I did, check us out at www.healthcareittoday.com for more fantastic content like this. I'm Colin Hung with Healthcare IT Today. We'll catch you on the next one.